listening to the Ladylike Podcast. Ladylike is the show where funny women tell disgusting stories. I'm your host, Jenna Gephardt. Uh, this week, I sat down with Gwen Rose, and uh, we talked about her five-day stay in the psych ward. And uh, we talked for a really long time, so I'm not going to do a live uh, story on this one because it will be too long again. We got we got chat. Uh, yeah, so here's Gwen Rose. I, I've been having a hard time doing the psych ward stuff at stand-up sets because I feel like people's buttholes get so tight when I yeah. start talking about, how you know, I was so depressed that I needed to be locked up, which I get, I guess. But, like, relax, you know? It is. It is I think something that, like, I know people, like, Brit, how, like, she's like, no one, no one's laughing at my dead dad stuff. And it's like, I think people are, like, they're, like, don't want – she's like, I'm, I'm saying it. Clearly, I think it's funny. And it's like – I think uh, yeah, I think people get nervous about being like f- being insensitive or whatever. But yeah, I guess. But I don't know. It's um, I get it. Whatever. But I so I felt like this might be the outlet to try to because then I also was gonna reach out to you about just doing the show. But I thought the same thing would happen at the live show where people I would just kind of bomb for ten minutes <laughs> of because okay, well like if I'm so depressed that I'm hospitalizing myself, maybe laugh. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I don't know, but uh, so uh, I I was sending crazy texts to my friend Grace Kilpatrick, and uh, we I what I've learned uh, since transitioning is that female friendships are just one of you is taking turns spiraling. <laughs> so it was my turn to spiral, and I really made the most of the opportunity. <laughs> and I was sending stuff that I regret sending, and things you should never text to people. And she's like, I you know maybe it's time you go to the hospital. I was like, actually, yeah, you're right. I think it is that time. So. It's hard to say that to someone, too. Yeah. So that's cool that she... Yeah, and, like, she was worried I'd be upset with her and stuff. Yeah, because it can go... It can backfire. Yeah, and, uh, you know, uh, she was right. And uh, the... Um, because, I don't know, a lot of stuff was building up, just, like, getting misgendered at work. They make me wear my hair up, which uh, hurts a lot with getting misgendered. Uh, I was getting... Um, I don't know how... Because I don't want to provoke the trolls more, but I was just getting a lot of these, like, uh, burner messages... Uh, and then also I found this Reddit post that publicly dead named me and yeah, uh, the improv kids really hate me and oh. I think they want me to kill myself. So I went to the hospital instead of doing that. So, um, yeah, it's bad. Um, one of the weird things about the, um, you went to the, you went to the psych ward out of spite for the improv yeah, community. I will not die. <laughs> Fuckers. I, I will not let them kill me. Yes. And to life. <laughs> Yeah, um, but the first thing that happened in the psych ward was uh, there's like an emergency room psych ward where I spent like the first 24 hours. I was gonna say, so do you just like go? You like just go there? You drop yourself off? Uh, Grace met me on her lunch, and we walked in together. And um, then um, I wonder. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think she'd be upset. But uh, then uh, we I was taken away from her. On then I was sitting uh, in the emergency room part. And uh, somebody who was not checking themselves into the psych ward saw me and called me a, a dumb uh, blonde bitch whore, which was a great because uh, w- one, I think that is my gender, dumb blonde bitch whore, <laughs> you know, on the gender spectrum. I think that's where I lay. And also it gave me the great opportunity to talk to the nurses about, hey, uh, that I, it would be great if I got she heard in here, you know, <laughs> um, which they, uh, the people down there are always very nice about. Um the only really funny thing that happened in the emergency section of the psych ward is that 
uh, they have like three of us in there. You know, two people are like catatonic, and then the other person who like was getting up and getting yelled at the whole time. Uh, at one point, she decided she didn't like the bathroom we were all using. And she's going back and forth with this nurse for 15 minutes about the bathroom, how she doesn't want to use the bathroom. And eventually she says, well, I'd rather use a diaper. And then this nurse pulls out a diaper less than a second after she says <laughs> that. Like the nurse is sitting there thinking, I cannot offer a diaper to this 50 year old woman. But the second she says diaper, I will pull it out <laughs> and give it to you. Careful what you wish for, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, she laid in a bed next to me and pissed oh. her pants. Okay. <laughs> um, I then go upstairs, which uh, is better. I have my own room, so no one's pissing Wait, themselves. Is, why are you in the? What's the first part? Is that why they're? Well, they're like. I the first part is just they were waiting for because I didn't know if I was gonna go upstairs or they were gonna send me somewhere else because oh. of rooms. Oh, okay. uh, I thought they gave me my own room because I'm trans, but I think everybody had their own room, so I think maybe they've just changed the policy. Because this is the second time I went to the psych ward, and the first time uh, when I was in Indiana, uh, it was like in the middle of the night, and they put me in the room with some man. You know, I was presenting as, as a man at the time, so you know, and uh, this guy's just like furiously jerking it. Oof. Yeah. And so I go to the front desk. I'm like, look, this guy's masturbating. And then they put me in the room where, like, if you're in trouble, you go to. The problem with that time was that um, the person who worked there uh, was, f like, friends with one of my close friends. It was awful. Oh, so it was, like, you weren't, like, anonymous? You mean, like, you, there was, like, a... And, you know, not I obviously like, don't not... care about yeah. anonymous, yeah. but it was just awkward. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. That time, uh, 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 my aunt, I called my aunt on the phone, and uh, she said, well, don't you feel silly now? <laughs> uh, my uncle visited me while I was in the psych ward that time, and he walked in and goes, oh, I've never been to the loony bins, so this is what it's like. <laughs> so it's just very Irish Catholic the whole time. Um, Did you find a big difference between an Indiana psych ward and Chicago? Uh, they about the same? They were... Um, this is also 10 years apart. Like, I feel like uh, 10 years ago, if I was saying I was trans and stuff, I would still be in that psych ward in Indiana. But um, it was, like, way more relaxed in Indiana. Like, there was much more structure in Chicago. So, I don't know. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? Um, while you're in there, I feel like it's a bad thing. Like, I could have – I had, like, hundreds of comic books that my parents dropped off when I was in the psych ward in Indiana. And, like, I could have three uh, was it paperback books. Is yeah, it? Yeah. In this so What's the point of that? So I don't know. There was uh the only person who there was one cute girl who did not talk the entire time <laughs> and she always had a different book. I do not know where she's getting these books from. <laughs> Contraband. <laughs> yeah. But she didn't talk. I didn't hear her talk, and uh she had a different book every day, which was amazing. <laughs> uh there was one woman who just said everything sucked. That's the only thing she said. And then when the nurses finally said, well, um, how about you have a positive attitude? Maybe today will be different if you have a positive attitude. She says, everything sucks, <laughs> which was great. Um, yeah, I don't know. Um, there was one point, like on one of the later days, where the woman in the room next to me. How many days were you there? I was there for five days okay. because uh, it's supposed to be like a three-day thing, but doctors don't work on the weekend apparently. So mm. I was just there for two days. Extra. Listen, they went through a lot. They went through a lot of med school to have the weekend off. So and, and <laughs> the fact that you don't respect that is kind of mind blowing. But um, <laughs> do you uh, know what happens on the weekend? Golf. <laughs> uh, 
Um, yeah. So the I think like Monday, this woman decides I've been in here for a while and I'm just getting out, which is not which I learned is not how the psych wards work. You can't just leave. Um, she's screaming at her doctor. She's saying like, "You dumb bitch! Where's the man in charge? She'll never let us in charge. You need to find the man." Which is why I think the Barbie movie should be shown in the psych wards. <laughs> we need to let these women inside the psych wards know we've been liberated. <laughs> I don't know. There was a moment in the psych ward, though, where uh, we watched mostly HDTV because the person who said everything sucked was kind of in control of the TV. Like, she's <laughs> earned that right. I don't know. I feel like she's – I think she's been there for months. She wasn't really sure how long she's been there. So she's she, – it's her TV. At one point, there's a gay couple trying to flip their house or whatever, and I'm just looking around – trying to like be like what's gonna happen once someone drops an f slur or something and nobody says a thing and i don't know if these people were just so zonked out on pills or if america's made so much project or progress that we could just show gay men on tv but when i was growing up that was not a thing so I, that's that's a good moment it does seem like uh, weirdly that when it comes to like home improvement then we <laughs> Then we're like, yes. oh. <laughs> let the gay men <laughs> shine. I don't know what. <laughs> when it comes to remodeling, <laughs> there was your townhouse. <laughs> well, then we need the gays for the interior yeah. decorating. Yeah, it looks like shit. <laughs> there was one point where I started being a snitch <laughs> because there was one person who was like purposely dead naming me and misgendering me. It worked on the because I was like, oh look, these people who are in here with me they could do whatever they want like i'm not gonna tell on these people but the staff i started telling on the staff uh they gave the diabetic a cookie and i in in instantly squealed um this is bombing here no it's not <laughs> <laughs> i'm, li I'm, I'm listening intently the what else happened um oh there was one point where um i'm in the psych ward and i'm like stand-up has been going so well for me if a doctor came in and told me I've never done stand-up in my entire life and this was all some kind of psychosis, I would just believe him. <laughs> Which I think either makes me the most irrationally confident person in the world or I don't know. Um, Wait, who had... Oh, Marty DeRosa has that joke where he was doing a test for if he... If he was... What was it? Oh, fuck. I'm going to butcher it. It, it was a t he I think he was getting a test for ADD, but they made him do a bunch of other tests for like um, what's it called when you're not like when you autistic? And no, when you're when you're a stand up. You're comic? like uh, I don't know. Maybe it's like a maybe it's a sociopath or something. Where you're like not like connected to reality. And one of the questions was like, I'm funny enough to be a stand up comedian. <laughs> <laughs> and you had to be like, listen, doc. <laughs> Hate to break it to ya. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, at one point, um, I was talking to a doctor when the doctors finally came, and uh, they told me that I might not have a chemical imbalance, that my life sucks so much that <laughs> I'm reacting appropriate, which is a Dan DeSimo joke. Oh, like, yeah. wouldn't you hate it if a doctor said you were right about everything, which is <laughs> what happened to me. So it does suck, Dan. It was not fun. Um, I don't know. The, um, the, the thing I've been trying to do in stand-up, so – uh, was uh, there's no doctors, so they have to fill time on the weekends, you know? So on Sunday, they had uh, karaoke. Oh, my God. 
<laughs> Thank you. Wow. Okay, keep going. <laughs> the thing I've been doing is I've been trying to do the same. I was like, you know, the personal multiple personalities had a, sang a beautiful duet. <laughs> the one was in there for hearing voices, which is happy we were all hearing voices we didn't want to hear. <laughs> and I kept turning around because I kept thinking James Corden's here doing like psych ward karaoke. It's his new <laughs> scab show. Yeah, he would. Yeah. <laughs> There's something about him I don't trust. <laughs> he once uh, went to the Writers Guild to like uh, argue that writers should be paid less while he had a late night show. Seriously? Yeah. <laughs> He's a piece of shit. Okay. Okay. I, you know, there's something about him I don't like. I don't know exactly what it is. <laughs> and yeah. I'm good to know I'm right. <laughs> um, is it like, uh, I heard like some daytime shows are coming back. Like uh, Drew Barrymore is coming back. She's a scab. It, I'm just so, especially if she's... I'm so surprised she would be the one to do that. Do you think she thought like she was kind of like wholesome and cute enough to like get away with it? Yeah, that's I mean, that's kind of the thing. I'm like, she has this uh, like image now that I'm so surprised she would tarnish by being. Yeah, because I can kind of see like Kelly Clarkson being like girl boss coming back. I don't know. She's she seems cool, too. So I would be. They're like the main two daytime TV people, right? I have no idea. But I don't think anybody... <laughs> Jennifer like, Hudson. She has a show. Does she? Yeah. Well, like, nobody our age or younger has TV. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I don't know if, like, my people my parents' age would care that Drew Barrymore is a scab. Yeah, maybe not. Yeah. Yeah, capitalism is a gauge. Yeah, it's really fun. <laughs> I, say, I say that once an episode. <laughs> um, um, I don't know. Speaking of capitalism... um. Did uh did your insurance cover all this? Well, okay, so I don't have insurance. Oh fuck. And kind of like financial stressors, which is the uh PC term apparently for being poor as shit. <laughs> um were was kind of like a part of the reason I would be so depressed. And uh they did like help me sign up for Medicaid and that that might be Oh nice. Yeah, I don't know, dude. I'd be I have Medicaid. Yeah, is it cool? It's kind of awesome to be like it's like the best insurance I've ever had. I think I'm about to lose it. Um, but it's like dental. I'm like, that's dope. Yeah, I mean, I don't use it that much. I just use it every time my fucking vagina breaks down. Then I go to that's about it. I don't go to like the real. Do- I go to vagina doctors almost exclusively. Does it break down often? Oh yeah. Ugh. You look at it wrong. <laughs> I got something new happening now too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not ready to talk about it on the pod, but I am ready to tell everyone I see. Edit <laughs> uh, this out if it's too close to whatever. But um, I I decided I don't trust science because since getting Medicaid, it hasn't kicked in yet, but I still went to Howard Brown and they told me that I don't have any STDs and that can't be right. <laughs> yeah. That's that's not, you know, that's not happening. I, re- I met a man on Grindr and he started fucking me without a condom. I I should be dead. <laughs> Some people have all the luck. <laughs> <laughs> Not you, but <laughs> other people. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I should probably be dead by now. Um, oh, you know what? Uh, but like, talk about like financial stressors and like, there is one comic who most everybody hates. It seems, <laughs> but on his birthday here, he came up to me and was like, "Well, how come uh, trans women get to go online and ask for money?" And it's like, "Come on, man! I'd be oh I'd be I'd be homeless." <laughs> Like, I don't know, Jim, uh, uh, I almost said Jim Gaffigan, but like Bobcat Goldthwait paid my rent one month, you know? Really? I, yeah. Oh my God. 
yeah, the nicest guy in the world. Even, he seems like a nice guy. I I've just kind of met him in passing, but he seems nice. Um, I for some reason opened for River Butcher like nine months into doing stand up, and then uh, Bobcat was added as a feature. And he started following me before the show, and I just put up my, my eviction notice. And then I, Robert Goldthwaite sent me a, a Venmo, and I was like, "Who the fuck is Robert?" And I was like, "Oh, <laughs> oh, that's so nice of him." Yeah, so that's a like a little brag about how poor I am. <laughs> it's reached the celebrity <laughs> sphere. We need cele- we need like we need uh, police academy one through seven money. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, but yeah, it's like I don't know. You could ask for money, person who I named loudly a moment yeah. ago. <laughs> Uh, yeah, there, there was a there was a birthday party in the scene last night, and there was shit talk about him. Yeah, I kind of felt like I was a fringe invite, and then I I always feel like that though. I've never felt confident about an invite to anything. Like, oh, they're being polite. They don't really yeah, want I me know. there. Yeah, or like, yeah, I had to do that. People would be like, it's a group thing. Anyone can come. I'm like, I don't know if I should go there. Uh, I went there. Was a comic that died. This is a while ago now, but. They had like a kind of like a like a comedian like wake for him a few days after where it was like almost like a, they everyone just like went up and like said something about him or his friends did and then but they had kind of had it they had it they're kind of running it like an open mic to be honest and the people that went up and talked that I was like if you don't know what funeral you should not be fucking talking at it was I was I wanted to I wanted to jump out the window like one this one girl went up and went. Yeah, I didn't know him very well, but I was like, then stop talking! What the fuck? It was unreal. One time, uh, this kid I looked up to in high school died, and then I was sad about it. And my friend Andrew was like, well, what what was his favorite flavor of ice cream? And I was like, I don't know. He's like, well, then you don't get to be sad. And then I said, Andrew, what's your favorite flavor of ice cream? Because if you die, I want to be sad. And he told me, I don't remember, and five years ago, he died in a car accident. Oh. But I wasn't able to be sad because you I forgot didn't. The ice cream I forgot flavor. the ice cream. <laughs> Oh my god! Although that is such not true, <laughs> such a weird thing to say. He, he was just an eggsy fifteen-year-old boy. Oh yeah, you know. But I was like, okay, if you if you're gonna use like, I don't know, something more meaningful than ice cream. The like, group I, I hung out have a favorite flavor. It's it's milk and eggs, cold. They're all good. Like what the fuck? The <laughs> uh, sick though. Yeah, the edge lords I hung out with in high school were all very, ugh, showing emotions, gay. You know. <laughs> Which I think it is. <laughs> Which I agree to this day. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll, 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 I'll agree. Uh, you know what? Yeah, uh, check it into the psych ward. People are nice to me now. Oh, yeah? yeah. I mean, I you said that too when you, <laughs> when you got here. You're like, since like no one's being nice to me, and I was like, I was like, I watched nine people hug you. You are so full of shit. <laughs> like, no one's being nice to me. <laughs> I'm a little brat. <laughs> Everyone's carrying you around <laughs> in like a big blanket. <laughs> Um, two women, uh, two two black comics did kind of reach out to me, and be like, "Hey, we're at fucking war. Like, we can't lose you." Like, which was nice. Um, nice. but yeah, I've gotten a lot of more like, you know, I was talking to someone, and we both think you're funny, which wasn't something <laughs> that happened pre psych ward. Which, you know, it's nice to hear. I I like being funny. That's yeah. good. <laughs> trying to think of what else I had in my notes. I don't know. I don't. How do you think this went? I I'm well. I have a bunch of questions. Yeah, let's hear it. Um. Well, just sort of about the I've never, I've never been in a psych ward. Brag. And <laughs> um, so you okay? You, once you check, you voluntarily check yourself in, but then mm-hmm. you can't leave until they say you can leave. Yeah. And they and that's like you're just kind of waiting. Like, are they like medicating you, or they're like waiting until you like are you 
don't want to hurt yourself anymore or like um, what do they, how do they decide when you leave i um i don't know i think um they they just kept me going on my normal antidepressants which i was trying to wean myself off at uh because i have a whole thing but then because of the medicaid stuff i'm back on the antidepressants just because I, I didn't have the money Ugh, our healthcare system is so <laughs> fucked up that's yeah. just so it's so that like, you have to pick between like paying your rent and your antidepressants that's like insane. well it was so um uh i had i had always gotten my antidepressants through this doctor who's like friends with my dad which he's like an actual doctor but like so like once every three months <laughs> my dad's friend gary <laughs> dave but um yeah like so like once every three months my dad because i grew up very close to here my parents still live 40 minutes away from here so like once every three months my dad would come up and we'd get lunch and like you know he's dead naming me and like tell me that oh, the like, doctor was no like my dad would come oh, up your with the dad pills. What? yeah your dad would oh. the only time i would have contact with my dad would be like every three months and he would have my antidepressants because i figure he thinks it's cheaper than a funeral so he would still get me the antidepressants so but like i would just have these awful lunches so then like i kind of like was like i'm not even doing the lunches anymore like i'm not even seeing you every three months because like I, i'm just done with the the shame about like me not talking to my mom for whatever reasons and you know i'm just not doing the the he hymns and the dead names and all that i'm just done so i was trying to wean myself off the antidepressants by taking it less and less and that's not how those work so yeah that was kind of a part of it i mean there were a lot of things going on yeah what are you gonna do <laughs> what are you gonna do i uh i had sex with two people within 24 hours and then 48 hours after that i checked myself into a psych ward I thought you meant in a psych ward for a second. No. <laughs> it's like, there whoa, was... Whoa, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> they check on you every 15 minutes. And that's oh, yeah. Just... You'd have to be fast. <laughs> <laughs> and with the antidepressants and the estrogen, that just doesn't happen anymore. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um... <laughs> but so you had a quick hoe period and then... <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. Uh, what else is there? You know. Why did I, I just came on here to talk about how depressed I was and how I'm better now? Oh, wait, no. This is my official campaign. <laughs> and now I'm healed. <laughs> I, I, you know, Chicago Reader, best stand-up, whatever. Cool. That's great. Most unhinged comic. That's what I want. <laughs> I was engaged earlier this year for a moment of time. I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, and you know what? Okay. Wait, I, was it to your partner that from, like, the last time you were on the podcast? Probably, yeah. Right? Must be. Okay. Yeah. So, um, a while ago now, yeah. So, uh, engaged psych ward, other <laughs> scene drama that I've stirred up, <laughs> uh, fighting an entire theater. I want most unhinged comic. You have my vote. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Is, Someone I, has to start the award first, but then <laughs> we'll do like superlatives. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> don't even give it to me, just name it after me, and it could <laughs> go to somebody new every year. It's like the Heisman Trophy. <laughs> And it's just me crying in a fetal position in my bed. Is <laughs> in gold. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> it's um, gonna be huge. I'm gonna make a big mess of like Stanley Cup style. <laughs> I had so many sports references. I don't know where those came from. I don't know. That was one of the things in the in the Reddit post with my dead name. They were like, "Well, he was quite the cis male before uh, transitioning." He liked Conan O'Brien and the NFL, which are things I don't hide about myself today. I was gonna say, aren't those things you still enjoy? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I talk. I mean, I I do a joke about. But Conan. you also like the WM. I'm very annoying about NBA. how much I love the WNBA. Yeah. So there was also that. <laughs> Could I don't know. I, let me. <laughs> there, there were signs. 
Yeah, they're yeah. I like the yeah. I like girls playing sports. Okay, <laughs> I don't know. I think that's all the things I had in my notes. Uh, do you have any questions for a crazy person? <laughs> um, let me think. Well, what do you do when you're in there? You just kind of hang out. Um, watch yeah. TV and stuff. Um, every night I got to watch the hour of uh, an hour of The Office. I love The Office because the HDTV lady would go to bed. <laughs> Because she, she would take her sleeping pills, and then I'd be able to watch The Office for an hour. How many people were in there? Um, Maybe, like, 20. Interesting. Oh, there was this one thing. So they start telling me, like, there's computer time where I can't like, do... You can't have your phone, right? No, no phone. Okay, yeah. Because, like, I'm in there, like, on the pay phone, like, talking to shit, uh, Grace <laughs> and my roommate, Georgia, about, like, uh, How calling... I remember their number. Well, they were, they let me, they gave me my, they took, before they took away my phone, they gave me a pen and a paper to write numbers down. Uh, okay. But that was one of the things I did in the psych ward was memorize their numbers. Um, so that was a fun <laughs> thing I did in the psych ward. But I, I was on the phone I with them being. I a single person's number. Yeah. Like if I, if I went to a payphone, I'd be like, I guess I'm going 911. Like that's the only one I have memorized. Someone did call 911. From the psych Trigger like, warning <laughs> and stuff. And this isn't a quote unquote trigger warning. This is like a real one. Oh, okay. But he um, calls the psych, or he, call, he calls 911 to tell 911 that his mother's raping him while he's in the psych ward. And that was the only time I did snitch on a patient. I was like, I don't know if you guys want this to be happening. Like this guy is loudly saying the R word. And I, I don't know, like that might be upsetting for somebody here. Yeah. You know, I don't know. But um, that was the only time I snitched on a patient because I thought, I don't know. But yeah, yeah it was just a weird psych words. You know? Um, Did you make any friends? Um, There was uh, one person who wrote me a nice note, but I, uh, her moods would shift pretty quickly. So I didn't get too close to her, but she wrote me an honestly incoherent note. <laughs> But it's the um, it's a thought that counts. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, apparently, because like I didn't do most of the group activities. Um, what but were the group activities? One was this man who had spent time in a psych ward was talking about how his quote unquote successful life he's built after being out of the psych ward, and ten people were there at the beginning of his speech. He walked eight people. <laughs> how long was his fucking speech it wasn't that long oh. but it was bad you know it was bad and then um he said the other r word and i was like i don't like listen to open micers say that so yeah. I, like i then i told on that guy too you know <laughs> <laughs> like I, i'll tell you on were, everybody you were busy <laughs> <laughs> you're like, just like writing things down and you're like no, <laughs> yeah um i was fuck oh one and this is i think b people might i don't know but uh, on computer time, I can't do Gmail, which I was desperate to like email shows and people to be like, hey, this is what's happening, blah, blah, blah. But I was allowed to go on Instagram, which. That's the worst one. I know because. That's contributing to <laughs> all the mental illness in this country. I instantly see a show flyer. I think it's like the main stage and then someone's name on there. I go, fuck, they got it before me. And it's like, <laughs> I'm in the fucking psych ward going like they got Lincoln Lodge main stage before me. <sighs> yeah. I'm unhealthy. They <laughs> like, should... <laughs> like that. I shouldn't. Like you shouldn't be doing that at all. But like in the psych ward, I'm like I'm comparing my comedy career to somebody else's, and it's like, <sighs> <sighs> what am I doing? Like what? <laughs> <laughs> no, unfortunately, that's those are thoughts that just I think everyone has them, and it takes a really long time to kind of get over it. Like I still have those thoughts like all the time. I'm I definitely am getting 
I can feel myself getting better. I'm like, doesn't matter. Their thing doesn't affect my thing. But it Sam, it is just annoying sometimes. I've been very condescent. There's somebody who um I think we, we talked about me having seen drama with this person before, but um when I first got Laugh Factory, uh, she sent me a text being like, Oh, I guess you got Laugh Factory before me and it's like can I just have a nice moment? Like, do you have to send me that? But like I was wrote a long thing to her before I deleted it about like, well, you know, with me being trans, I'll get things that you don't get and you'll get things that I don't get. And it's not we're never gonna be on the same projection. It's always gonna be uneven both ways and we should just be friends. And then I deleted it all and it was just like I don't need to explain this to a human. Like if they yeah. don't get that, then what are we doing? also it's like it's one thing to think it but like why do you why do you type it out and send it to be like hmm how can i make this about me (laughs) yeah just like congratulations or nothing yeah or nothing nothing's great you can always say nothing nothing is great people forget that they came to uh one of the laugh factory shows i did early on sat in the front row and took up angle photos of me (laughs) bitch (laughs) yeah and then used that on a show flyer that she was producing and then I was like, hey, can we please not use that photo where I have four chins? <laughs> and like, oh, the flyer's already out. And then That's so rude. when I put it on my social, I changed the flyer. So when I was putting <laughs> it out, it had the different photo. But And then at that show, she called me fat. So what are you going to do? But, you know. <laughs> What's wrong with this? Wait, now mouth it to me, but don't whisper it. Okay, no, you're going to have to tell me later because that- I, I'm not doing good at deciphering today. Um, I was trying to think of a way to type it out or something. Because uh, no, I, I, I know we've talked about this before. I just can't remember. Um, yeah, Laugh Factory stage can be rough. The uh, the height of this stage is uh, no fr- Although, whenever Ashley takes pictures, I don't know how she does it. She makes oh, everyone amazing. look so good. But I'm, yeah, anyone else, like at the end of a character assassination they'll always take like a group photo and i everyone else always looks fine i look so fucked up in like every one of those and i'm always wearing like a wig or something i look so fucked up in a blonde wig it's like i'm just like we gotta scrub these off the internet i can't do it anymore it's though in i didn't i guess when i got into stand-up i didn't think about like how I'll be transitioning and just taking photos of myself constantly and people will be taking photos of me and just, I just hate it. I hate yeah. looking at all these photos so much. <laughs> I, even, I mean, not that it's the same thing, but like, like the photos of me, like when I first moved here, I was like, what the fuck was going on with my hair? And like, <laughs> I dressed so weird. <laughs> it's like, ah. Okay, so at our live show, the audience can submit their own disgusting ladylike story to be read on stage anonymously, and these are some of those stories. When I was in grad school, I was dirt poor. One night, after I splurged on an Italian meal out. Not dirt poor. If you're, yeah. like, that's insane. I, <laughs> c- like, I, <laughs> I splurge on Burger King. Like, I don't know. <laughs> well, maybe it was like uh, Miyazaki or something. <laughs> Is, is that, that like a, a does that reference make sense? No. I think that might that be like a Wisconsin thing. Um, it was like, okay, I think that was a really weird reference that just popped in my. Uh, it it was like Chipotle meets Olive Garden. It was like, <laughs> it was like count like you like go through the unlimited diarrhea. Yeah, it's truly. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, truly. Um, it might have gone out of business. To be honest, I'm not sure. I haven't seen one in a very long time. 
But in college, there was one. In, I remember going there with like 19 There are freshmen. some like college restaurants that like pop up in every college town. Yeah, right. Noodles and Company, Five yeah. Guys. I mean, those are other places, but Jumbo Juice. I feel like there's well, at least a couple that are in Bloomington and West Lafayette that are like pizza places or something. Oh, yeah. We had Ian's Pizza, and here it's Demos. Whoa. I, get, I heard the guy, a guy like, they like part, the, the business partner, partners parted way parted way jesus christ we can't talk and so the demos is here that's basically ian's in madison but i've had demos it's not as good as ian's um in my personal opinion wait what that i just was in Both madison and me, me and sick. kai harrell went somewhere and it was good was it a pizza place yeah like right by the comedy club uh it, the, the one right by the comedy club was closed so we went to a different one that was a couple blocks away interesting i wonder where that was oh wait was it like on the square was it like a big like bar thing um I don't know because the one was closed. I think it was a big bar thing. Oh yeah, there's one. There, I, there's that's a new one. It was kind of like fancy, like kind of like fancy-ish. Not really, but I would say it's like above. I would say it was like mid. Were the fancy. ceilings very high? Yes. Okay, yeah, I know what you're talking about, but I can't think of the name. <laughs> um, that was built after I moved, so I can't remember, and I won't. Did you remember. do comedy in Madison before? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I started the summer. I did stand up like one time the summer before my senior year and then i went home and waitressed and the whole time i was like oh my god i want to be doing stand up i gotta do i gotta be waitress <laughs> and i was like so um but yeah that's i but then my whole senior year i would do stand up i stopped giving a shit about anything else <laughs> <laughs> um it's so ad- it's addicting. It is. <clears throat> okay. Anyway, oh, I didn't even get halfway through this. Okay. When I was in grad school, I was dirt poor. One night, I splurged on an Italian meal out. Meal out. Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> <I> pur- <laughs> <laughs> I'm reading so hard. <laughs> um, I purposely ate part of it so I could feed myself for another two meals. I accidentally dropped the carryout container and the pasta spilled out. Waste not, want not. I scooped it back into the container to my friend's horror. The next day, while I was enjoying my leftovers, I hit a crunchy part that turned out to be small pieces of gravel. (laughs) 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 That's pasta is rough on the ground. Yeah. But I eat some (laughs) of it. That of all the stuff to drop. But um, Uh, I eat ground food. I don't care. Yeah. It um, doesn't bother me. I don't think i do but um you're dropping stuff right now maybe i'm just better at not (laughs) dropping stuff the coaster suctioned to my wet my dripping wet ice coffee oh talking about stand-up being addictive um i was talking i don't know oh there's so at karaoke i see a microphone and i'm like oh wait yeah we never finished the karaoke thing i mean that was it i didn't go up i was making you didn't go up. i was making smart ass remarks with the nurses in the back was there definitely a, was there a list of songs that were not allowed? <laughs> there like, uh, there was like I don't think there was supposed to be swearing. Oh, and yeah, so I don't know, but like yeah, like Naros Barkley crazy or like <laughs> someone's always watching me or yeah. So, um, but while I was like, man, there's a microphone there and a tentative audience. Like I do ten minutes, you know. <laughs> I'll do a little. <laughs> I'll do ten minutes. Show them what I got. <laughs> and then um, because I don't know, I was trying to like convey to like the doctors there about like how my life i've really like achieved all my goals in stand-up you know i'm past it on the clubs i just get to go i just get to do stand-up or like even a lot of it just like going to that birthday party i went to last night like i'm just kind of like 
in the scene and that's all i really ever wanted was to kind of just do comedy and be a part of it um so like i'm trying to it is a fun scene despite there are some about despite the nine people i've beef with (laughs) well yeah (laughs) yeah there are you do meet people where you're like god damn you are annoying but i think overall it's a it is a good and supportive scene what i've also learned though is that like i maybe i do have beef with those nine people but no one else gives a fuck like no one else is gonna pick sides and nobody else well, cares there's like 300 of it so it's like yeah who there's yeah. way more than 300 because there's that 300 list core uh well there's <laughs> that that list of like uh all the nonsense men comics and i think there's like like 900 of us on that so Seriously? then, like, I think there's like ten thousand people trying to do stand up in Chicago. Yikes! Because like, if there, well, that's if too many, some of you quit. <laughs> <laughs> if I've never heard of you, quit. <laughs> yeah, same for me, and I don't remember anybody ever. So, um, but yeah, the doctors were like, so, so I'm trying to convey to them that my life is perfect and also the worst. Like, it's these two things of like, I am like finally out as trans, I get to be who I am, and I'm doing stand up. But then like everything else is just the worst and uh whatever but so then like they're like oh like you're getting out like that's exciting what are your plans for tonight i'm like oh, i'm doing stand-up and they're like, tonight I'm like, yeah <laughs> they're like, you don't have a little breather or <laughs> i was booked like for the next five days now my bookings have really taken a hit because i haven't been on top of it as much but like i was on stage like the next five days <laughs> i was doing and maybe that was another part why people weren't laughing at it because i was, i checked out of the psych ward this morning and this is what happened well yeah they're probably like <laughs> Go to go to bed. <laughs> Riley Cosgrove. I was talking to him about how whatever, and he was like, "That was real." <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> Ugh. It's addictive, though. It's bad. Yeah, especially. I feel like. Well, it depends. It depends on the first time. But the first time I did it, it went so well. There was a series of circumstances. I accidentally, the first time I did stand up was a. There'd been a comic in the Madison scene that had died, and. uh I think he had, I think he had like can he was like sick for a while. And uh that night they happened to be doing like a like a memorial open mic for him. So like everyone that was one everyone there was only three spots that were like like actually like sign up open mic and then everyone else was his friends and they all like wore a t shirt like he used to wear like band t shirts all the time. So they all like wore his t shirts and they would finish their set by like doing their favorite joke of his and then I was in the middle being like so um uh mm. <laughs> wait I didn't now you're speaking at the funeral and you don't know <laughs> no, the person seriously well. i was like i was like did not know that till the show started i was like why is everyone wearing the same shirt <laughs> and there was like a there was like a they put down the like a uh, project projector and they like showed like photos and stuff i was like oh fuck um but so it was like packed and the audience was super good so like it went really well and i was like yeah, it, I so truly I I think I've been chasing that high like ever since because like for like three days I was like oh my god I can't believe I did stand I was like watching my little shitty video over and over <laughs> where I'm like literally like not visible in the in the video I'm like completely like well this was also like 2000 fucking 13 or whatever so the technology wasn't great yeah it was filmed on a potato but uh the high uh my friend uh her mom died this past year like only two months before her wedding it was like something crazy like where she was getting married and her mom died like on like it was sudden they weren't expecting it and like five feet away from the casket i tell kayla like look you need anything call someone else i like you i'm busy like i also like i just can't help but all these people they seem like they want to help they seem like they have nothing to do yeah (laughs) me and like she's dying laughing and i was like yeah that's the high like getting someone to laugh that hard that close to their dead mom that's 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 <laughs> feet away 
Yeah, I'm sure it is a weird thing where like when stuff like that happens, everyone's so probably you know on eggshells, and if like one person's like, "All right, bitch," like, <laughs> <laughs> do you re- did you watch Fleabag? Yeah. Do you remember that scene? It makes me fucking cry. But when when um when Fleabag is at her mom's funeral, like you know she like looks really good, and everyone ke- and she's trying to make herself look shittier. <laughs> but there's that part where she's like, she's like, I have all this love for my mom, and I don't know what to what to do with it. And then her friend's like, Give it to me. <laughs> and she's like, I'll take it. And then she starts like laughing, and she was like, No, I'm serious. It sounds lovely. And I made me cry so hard. But Great then she like too. starts laughing. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. It sounds lovely. Um, if there's a show where the lead is a problematic white woman, oh, no. I've seen every episode. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. I hate how much I identify <laughs> with that character. <laughs> She's like slutting around and being a little piece of trash. I'm like, oh. <laughs> and she has my hair cut. God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> um, God, I just that's love That's an amazing white woman. show. I love that show. That's definitely. Have my you seen top uh, five. what's the? It's with the uh, uh, Vanessa Bayer. It's called. It's, it has like a trendy name. It's something like I love that for you or. No. It's it it's a Showtime show. Oh, that's why I've never. She seen. Uh, has cancer as a kid, and then um, she gets her dream job, which is being like when those home shopping network, like hosts people. Oh yeah. And then she's about to get fired, and then she lies about having <gasps> cancer. Oh, she's like, Ooh, the cancer's a, back. That's a good. That's a spicy little plot. <laughs> that's really good. Yeah. Um. Okay, I'll read you. Okay, I have two two more stories. That's yeah. Um. And I also have a story. I just want. I just have to. This has nothing to do with anything. I just happened last night, and I this morning I like re remembered it. And okay, I was outside of. I was outside of a bar last night with my friend, and she was talking to this guy, and he kept being like. Can I can I hit your vape? And then she would let him hit. And then he, oh, can, can I hit it one more time? I'm so sick. I just, and he's like sucking on her vape. And but they kind of seem like they're like hitting it off. I a think little. that's what the kids do. How old is this person? Well, my friend is like 32. Oh. I don't know how old this guy was, yeah. but why did I burp directly into the mic? I could have <laughs> turned my face. I, I I listen to almost every episode, if not every episode, and that is a staple of the <laughs> podcast. Thanks for listening. <laughs> But it's, yeah, it's always that or my throat goes. I sent uh, Claire Parlette a text that had the time code. And the first time she mentioned swing dancing, it was like two minutes. No, it was less than that. <laughs> I, that is something I did not know about her. I was like, that was the craziest part of the whole story. I was like, you went to a swing dance camp <laughs> in Sweden. <laughs> she's such a lovely person. <laughs> yeah, she's really she's I, I didn't really know her that well before we talked. Um. Anyway, OK, so he's sucking her and then. We're leaving. I was going to drive her home. She's out of my way, and I'd have to come back home. And he was going, like, he lived, they, like, live on the same street, and he lives south of her. And he's getting an Uber, and he's going to leave. And I was like, oh, do you think that Faith could hop in, could you put a stop in your Uber? Because you're literally, she's, he's about to drive past her house. And then I wouldn't have to go out of my way. And he was like, oh, I'm my... So it was so I was just like you sad little he he we we're like you think you could just like put a stop and he's like oh my bill and then he goes he starts like scooching away from us sideways <laughs> like a crab because <laughs> they're like the curb was there I think he didn't want to walk off there he starts sidewalking like a crab and goes I think I might not. <laughs> literally like it was like in a movie it was like that it was like that meme of homer when he like sinks into, into the, the bush, bush yeah. and he's like i think i might not <laughs> after 
I hitting on my friend I for can't 30 minutes? I, we just blankly stared at him. And, I, and Faith was like, you went, really? Okay. <laughs> like uh, Jane, what's her face with the monkeys? I spent a lot of time with the men, observing them <laughs> yeah. undetected. And I can't believe this man instantly didn't go like, oh, maybe I'll get laid. I know. That's what, literally, that's what she was saying. She's like, what I would have went to his fucking house. And I... <laughs> I, he, got, he didn't want to spend the extra $2 to put a stop on his Uber. I was like, the way he like shrunk away, I was like, I was, I was like, I was like repulsed by him. By him. I was like, so fucking, I was, so, I was just like. Ooh. I feel like sometimes men get like, they're, they're all talk. And then when like, when you give them the okay sign, sometimes they shrink up because like they spend so much time chasing that once like, you're like, all right, you can hit it. Then they don't know what to do. I, was that do you I have that don't no? I, oh no I yeah no I don't even I just I don't even know what I'm trying to decide if that's what happened to that guy because like it was I was like I'm so embarrassed for you sir <laughs> it's like and also it's fine I'll just drop her home like I have a question for you how often do male comics call you hot to your face mm, not very often it's been happening more and more to me and I don't know what it means other than what i think it means and i don't know what to do with that sometimes yeah i whenever it has happened i've always been like it's kind of uncomfortable <laughs> like or like because they'll be like you know you know because you know you're good look or something like that I'm like, okay <laughs> i bumped into a comic who was on a run and he said well some of us have to work to be as hot uh, you know you just wake up in the morning and <laughs> I touched him on the arm and I was like, oh, I shouldn't, that's not, you don't touch a man. <laughs> so sweaty. <laughs> nice. <laughs> he was a, he's a, where's my hug guy at? So I, I had to oh, hug him after that. When he's all sweaty? Yuck. No. I've said no to a hug. <laughs> um, there was one person who was transphobic to me years ago at the annoyance when I was still allowed to go there. And then he reappeared at Shuba's open mic and he kind of was talking during my set, but like, purposely heckling and i was like who what's your name and he's like dang i was like all right who the fuck are you danny and then like i, I was kind of i'm sure everybody there thought i was a bitch and i was being a bitch and then he <laughs> came up to me later to like fist bump me or handshake me i was like i just kind of like just stood there and then like he did that three more times and one time he put his arm on me and i was like i am like so i just don't want to talk to you i do feel like there is a certain type of man in the scene who is unbooked and thinks he knows more than me. Oh yeah. I know. So. And these are the people I have no patience for. Cause like if someone's booked and rude, it's like, all right, whatever. Yeah. I th if you're good at stand up and you want to be, I just don't love it, but yeah, it's one thing to be a dick and you suck. <laughs> you could be funny or kind but you have to be one of the two. Prefer you could be both. But a lot of this. Those are the best ones. Those are the best ones is when you're both. But if you're neither, then don't talk to me. Yeah, don't talk to anyone. Yeah. Please. <laughs> Please stop. Um <clears throat> Wait, what is that? Oh, when I bartend and like newer like open micers and stuff, they don't know who I am. And so it's so funny, like the way they'll like talk to me where like I can tell that they want me to be like oh my god are you a comedian you do you're going up there doing art like <laughs> and i'm just like bitch i've been doing this for 10 years just get a beer stop doing bits at the bar 
I I I know you do. I know you do stand up. I could tell it from a mile away because of your <laughs> annoying fucking attitude. I, I can tell you do stand up derogatory. Yeah, no, in a bad way. Yeah, yeah I mean that as an insult. Uh, I once asked the bartender at Coles if the funny people are rude or like what, and or I asked him if the comedians are rude. And he's like, not the funny ones. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep, I find that too with like when people do like bits and conversation and stuff. Not the funny ones. Too. Like I feel like people that it's like. I mean, like, there's, like, natural bits that happen, but the people that, like, you can't get a word in because they're doing, like, some dumb fucking whatever. I'm just, they're not, I feel like people that are funny on stage don't feel the pressure to be funny off stage. Yeah. And that's it. I think that's the difference. Or not, or to be over the top funny. Like, you know, let's just have a, let's just be people. Yeah. It's not that hard. The, um. Uh, whoa. The, I did uh, it again. <laughs> there's a newer person who I'm not the biggest fan of. And this person loves doing bits in the group chat. Please no. Yeah, I don't. I'm not even in any group chats. <laughs> I can't. Uh, yeah, just like the because like I when I run a show, I'm even like, okay, here's all the stuff. If you have a question, please DM me personally. Yes, thank you. But like, I still send it out in one, and I might start sending them out individually. But no, I don't. That's too much. Work. Yeah. But no, I I like when people do that. They're like, if you need something, to DM me. Please DM me personally. We don't need 18. Yeah. Do, 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 do. Like, and this then is you can't for find the information and, yeah. after because everyone's been doing that. Yeah. This is for, I'll give you the running order and Venmos and I, I'll give you a call time because none of us are adults. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I am um, a certain show. I got added to it like somebody dropped and um, what the producer accidentally <laughs> added me to the wrong group chat and they added me to their like personal like book like the show booking <laughs> group chat and then immediately deleted me from it but i could see like whatever loaded i, could I guess we'll book see. jenna i guess we'll see if jenna can do it <laughs> it was so funny. i was so excited to read it all it was so boring <laughs> it was the word it was not exciting at all it was boring as fuck <laughs> was jenna funny enough but i was wow. like a spy has infiltrated the <laughs> Well, we um, need one woman on the show. Yeah. <laughs> we don't want to, but we have to. <laughs> that is, a, that is a kind of a, a, a mildly transphobic thing that happens in the scene all the time that I'm thankful for is that I'm never the only woman on a show because it's always like I fill up a queer slot and then there's a woman slot, which I'm fine with because then I have something to talk to <laughs> at yeah. these shows. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, wish, I would do think more. I would love it if people would book more than one woman per show but were you on the laugh factory show that was randomly all women Mm-mm. no there was like a couple maybe like it was a month ago there was like a show and i think i was on the nine thirty, and that was the seven and everybody was talking about how great it was and none of the comics mentioned it and the audience didn't notice and yeah yeah it's so because like yeah there's yeah a show that would be all men that wouldn't even raise an eye like no yeah that's and I bet people showed up. No, I shouldn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought of like eight women that show up an hour late. <laughs> like, almost there. I'm in my Uber. <laughs> I was very proud of myself for only being five minutes early today. That's my problem. You're five minutes early? Oh. Well, I show up like an hour I early to late. everything. So, But I didn't show up an hour early today. Oh, my God. I was I... hoping you'd be late. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. I was looking I'm at like... the uh, – I ended up taking it online. And I was looking at the Ubers. I was like, well, I could just be six minutes late. I'm sure that would be fine. And that I would be perfectly it. fine. Yeah. I would prefer <laughs> – um okay i'm gonna read you and here's another one i was in an uber home with a guy i met at a club in miami and we are going to hook up at his apartment i realized i was wearing the most embarrassing underwear i own 
and uh, and so I very intelligently decided to take the underwear off discreetly in the Uber and throw it in my bag. We got out of the Uber and I realized I threw my nasty underwear on the floor of the Uber. <laughs> um, that might be a treat for that guy though. Who knows? Yeah. I mean, all those Uber drivers are perverts. That's actually true. Um, I have two underwear stories. Unfortunate, but true. Um, one time um, I was having sex with a trans mask person and they were on their period because men deserve to get fucked on their period too. Okay. Exactly right. Yeah, and I thought Free I did lube. <laughs> That's what someone said to me like 10 years ago, and I've never forgot. <laughs> Free lube. <laughs> I thought I did a better job of wiping the blood off of myself than I did, but I got to have the experience as a woman of looking down at my underpants and seeing period blood, <laughs> which is very nice. You know? um, the other thing is that um, with panties and having a penis, um, there's like always a hole in the crotch. So I still wear a lot of like like boy, uh, my old underpants, or like I'll even like buy them now because it's just fighting an uphill battle but if like i'm feeling sexy or whatever if i'm maybe gonna meet someone i'll wear panties but um that is an experience that like i'm like oh i wasn't expecting this and now i'm just wearing these briefs mm -hmm. that like also six-year-old boys wear <laughs> <laughs> i have a joke about that and it's just a real thing like so if i'm like if i'm like i have to go home tonight no more going out and running around. i'll wear like my most fucked up underwear that have like holes in them <laughs> and like covered in period stains and then sometimes I won't go out. I will still go out. <laughs> That's what really sucks. <laughs> but I do it as a preventative measure. <laughs> uh, okay, I have one more for you. This one's short and sweet. I had an esthetician refuse future appointments because I got too wet during a Brazilian wax. <laughs> that would be hard to hear. <laughs> they put you on the no-fly list at the... <laughs> Look, at you're the simply too thing. horny. You're too horny. I've gotten nervous about that, like, getting, like... um like pap smears and stuff where i'm like i'm like okay yeah, duh, I, I hope it doesn't feel good <laughs> it doesn't <laughs> don't worry about that when um i was getting the std test at howard brown like they had an anal swab and they were like just put this much in <laughs> and i was like okay i get it i'm a whore i'm gonna put the whole thing up my ass yeah okay <laughs> i would have <laughs> You've been listening to the Ladylike Podcast. I've been here with Gwen Rose. Princess uh, Gwen Rose. And uh, the shows I, uh, I'm on will be on there. And they'll also be a lot about the New York Liberty and Russell Wilson. I'm Jenna Gephardt, and this podcast was produced by me. Our theme song is Type of Wound by Natalie Grace Alford. New episodes come out every Monday, and our live show happens every third Tuesday of the month at the Lincoln Lodge Theater. If you like what you hear, please rate and subscribe to this podcast, and we'll see you next week.